Good evening grumbling ites. My background music is missing because that jerk off Joe somehow dipped his computer in oil. But forget that. We have a jam packed show. Ross Atkins is locked in a trunk at the winter meetings. Crazy money is being handed out to free agents. I think there might be a consolation grey cup game. And maybe the boys will talk leafs. And now on with the show. And where the fuck is my scotch and soda? How is this guy making demands when he comes on with no background music, no like his usual flair, and then he wants scotch and soda? Well, he's he's a demanding, upstanding British gentleman. Well, maybe he should get he stuff done. And what's Wait. the deal with how he pronounces Leafs? Leafs. Or something well, like that. He's the one pronouncing it properly. We're the ones doing it wrong. Well, hey, wouldn't he say leaves if he was pronouncing it properly? Well, if there was a V there, sure, I guess. Hey, Wouldn't that be proper? But don't you see how, with the music missing, you're not amped up for the show? It's like a laugh track missing in a sitcom. It's just not the same. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Oh, there Pretty monotone. Hey, uh, there's somebody walking around in the background. Well, I think I think it's a murderer. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So are we going to be able to live up to the last episode where we had special special guest stars and it's just us losers today? No, we peaked. We well, peaked. Absolutely not. There's a zero percent chance. We we peaked. We we won't bottom out to the level of live from the cottage, but <laughs> we definitely peaked. I can make some old man sounds. Yeah, well, live live from the cottages. Um, we need a best of. Yeah, I I, I don't even think I listened to that one. I don't I, know. I, I thought I thought I thought we saved it at the end. With what? What did we do at the end? The the review of He Man characters. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty much it. The, the audio was so bad, and oh. it was you could you could smell the episode. It was very. We were eating and we were doing something. Yeah, you were eating a buttered muffin. A buttered muffin or biscuit. Oh yeah, those were good. Yeah, it was a big Michael thing. Yeah, no, Michael brought the like. Brown. Hey, talk about talk about weird food. Have you guys seen those reels with that guy who's like looking through the blinds at the people cooking the stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, st- yeah. my stomach is bubbling. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Lord, he goes, Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, the, mac, the mac and cheese in the sink. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. One. Yeah, you know, for for an episode, you keep saying is shit. You keep bringing it up every freaking episode. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, I. I I can't justify that. <laughs> it's like it's the maybe worst it's episode ever. Maybe it's, it's trauma. Like, hate that live from the cottage. Have you listened to it? Listen to this. <laughs> yeah, we should do a highlights package. More, uh, more downloads than any episode. Yeah, really. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, what's there to talk about today? The Leafs are, are the Leafs are rolling, but they can't catch the uh, world beating uh, Bruins. Yeah, what are you gonna do? How many games do they have left against Boston? I don't know. Three. They've only played them once. 
Yeah, so that's not a big deal. Yeah, Boston's record is unsustainable. It it doesn't make any sense. Like if if they keep it up, they will have the most wins and most points in NHL history yeah. by a long shot. Like that is not even like by a little bit, like by a lot. Like they they are they are not that good, right? Like it's it, it'll it'll slow down. I mean, I think it's anyway. unlikely that they fall that they fall off the map altogether. I mean, they're, they're not going to fall only, off only... the map, but they're not going to keep going at a like eight ninety win percentage. And it's, it's only three points. Yeah, but they have three games in hand. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay, so that's fine. So theoretically, if the Leafs win the next three, right, you're basically at par. Why do the Leafs always have more games played than anybody in the league? Because the league apparently favors the Leafs from everything I read on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's clear. I mean, Arizona's only played four, uh, 24 games because they, they have nowhere to play. <laughs> yeah. You know what's hilarious about, about uh, Arizona is that like, their their stadium takes, what, 38 people? And they're still not selling it out. Yeah. They are? I haven't paid any attention. No, they are I, not. It, and, like, I think there was one level in the stadium that they were charging, like, at one point five thousand dollars a ticket and couldn't figure out why no one bought them. Five thousand? Yeah, they they had like premium um like executive seating. And I think it was like one hundred seats out of the five thousand. And yeah, they were like five grand a ticket for the first like week. And no one bought them. Shocking. That's, That's like a price error. I imagine the uh, luxury box there is a lot like the Oshawa Generals. Uh, I would say luxury probably, box. Probably nicer in Oshawa. Yeah. I wonder if you can uh, stuff a hot dog in your pocket. I think you can do that anywhere. <laughs> do they shoot hot dogs at you? No, it's they can't afford to give away hot dogs. No, no, no. in Arizona, <laughs> hot dogs shoot people. Yeah. They shoot, they shoot the hot dogs, at you, and somebody shows up with a little debit machine. No, they exactly. Oh, wait, no, they 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 can't pay the fees for the debit machine. They come by with one of those like one of those things, a old time the credit, credit cards, card the, the chick chack machines. Or it was, or I'm thinking like the old cigarette lady with like the yeah. coin dispenser on her waist. Just, do you know? Do you know that? Yeah, that's yeah. I know what you mean. That's how I, I was doing the smoking through the the trip. Yeah. Well, that's, that's also you, very Arizona. Yeah. Do you know that that's how Myron's dad made his fortune? What repairing those slidey machines? Really? Yeah, he was like the only guy who could do it. Those slidey machines. The, what do you? I don't know what you call it. You know the when you yeah, call the credit card. Yeah, we used to call them the chick chack machines. But no, it's it's, it's what are you like? So it's a plate with a roller. It, it's yeah. It's but you're spitting on people. Yeah, I'm not spitting on anybody. There's nobody that's around what, here. That's why you say chick chack. But uh, how? What repairs are required? He was scamming them. Right. Uh, he, he the, the rollers die. The the uh... <laughs> the rollers die. <laughs> it was. When I worked for Nobody. that corporate breakfast place, um, we had repair kits. He would fix those things, right? So I, I always thought that was. Uh, were they like? Were they like? It's okay. I'll just get a new one. And he says, uh, "No, bud. No, no, bud. No. no. I think this is this is quality, bud. Yeah. Um, I I, would... I, I, I want to look through this agenda, but my uh, my uh, phone battery is going to die and my charger is no good. So I'm going to go get a new charger. So why don't you guys discuss uh, discuss the Blue Jays? Uh, very very well organized episode. Yeah 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 yeah. Just discuss the Blue Jays. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> did you did you see Alex Manoa's tweet about, about playing in Canada? Yeah, but did you see what it was in response to? 
Yeah, um, I can't remember the exact tweet, but I, I commented on it. It was saying something like, uh, um, either like players don't like don't want to come to Canada, or uh, Ross Atkins is locked in a trunk of a car. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and he he you know said great things about playing in Canada. And then, but then it was like no, no, uh, no confirmation. Ross. And, yeah, yeah, no acknowledgement about Ross Atkins being stuck in the trunk of a car. Yeah. So, so the question is, what kind of car is it that Ross Atkins is stuck in? So, like a Volkswagen Rabbit. You think so? You think yeah. he's contorted into uh, the Ross in Atkins? A, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a in a hatchback. Yeah, like he's curled up, like knees to his chest. Yeah, fetal, definitely fetal. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, like the the money that's being passed around is insane. Yeah, that Brandon Nemo contract is ridiculous. A if, lot if, of them if, have been have been ridi- very, very ridiculous. Like the, I'm... the terms have been ridiculous for Bogarts and Turner, but but those are high value guys, and that, that's like a loss leading contract. You 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 don't care about year seven through eleven. You just want like the first five or six really good years of those guys. So I mean, whatever. Yeah, but, but the Jays, the Jays but Nimmo, weren't, weren't going to do those. But they weren't going to do those contracts. Like they have their own the people like that that they have to sign. Of course, no. They, they, the Jays were never going after Turner or Bogarts. Never. So what? And did, I, I missed it. What did Bogarts get? Eleven years, two hundred and fifty-six million or something. And how old is he? Uh, he's a little bit younger than Turner. He might be twenty-seven. I have to look it up. So, I mean, that's not like eleven it's, it's years not, at twenty-seven, isn't? the worst no and 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 he's he's it's really oh he's 30 worst. no no he's 30 he's 30 <laughs> he's 30 okay so that's not good um but the the brandon nimmo eight years for brandon nimmo is obscene yeah so bogarts is going to be with the padres until he's 41 i think um, everybody's going to be with the padres till they're 41 well what they're saying now is it looks like they're expecting um manny machado to opt out and they'll just let him walk. Hmm. Next I mean, year. I wouldn't you? I mean, Bo Bichette must be like excited. What's I don't get the say? correlation. Yeah, I don't. Where, where are you going with this? Like all of these shortstops is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they've missed their window on Bo. And, and I, exactly. I've, um, he's, he's the one that I'm least prioritizing right now because I don't know. There's, there's nothing to base this off of. Um, it's just purely feel. It just kind of feels like he doesn't really have much interest in staying. And there's nothing again to base that off of. There's no proof. There's nothing's been said or heard or read. It just feels like if anybody was just going to kind of be happy to walk away, it'd be Bobachet. I think you could give Manoa a contract tomorrow and he'd sign for 15 years. I think you could give Vladdy. A fifteen-year contract, and he would stay because they like being here. I don't. I think Bo's completely indifferent. I think that's where he plays. Um, I think Bo would love to go to the Dodgers, and like I just, yeah, I don't know. He, he's not a priority for me. That's I kind of like hypothetically threw it on Twitter, and I I got plastered by a Padres fan right away. I was like, would anybody object to putting a package together that would involve Bo and Tatis? Now that Bogarts is there, um, and they're going to put Tatis apparently in left field, I, I would do it in a heartbeat, and I would give more than Bo to get it done. Now Tatis has been a bit of a train wreck, and you know the optics aren't that good right now, but 
hopefully he's growing up a little bit, but um, there's a really good shortstop with cost certainty and on a good contract. I, yeah, what, did I, the, what did the Padres fan say to you? He, he was like, we don't need any more infielders. I'm like, yeah, you would take Boba Shad as your second baseman. You would absolutely take Boba Shad as your second baseman. So who did the Rangers, did the Rangers just sign um, the pitcher? Um, what's his face? Um, DeGrom. DeGrom. And then Heaney, the guy the Jays were after. So are they good now? Not, not good enough. They're better. But the problem with DeGrom is he might pitch three games next year. He's old too, isn't he? 36, 36, 38 in there. But is he it, really I mean, that he just, old? He can't be that yeah, old. Yeah, DeGrom, he, DeGrom didn't get into the majors until he was like 28. I mean, I don't. It's not that I don't believe you. I just no. I, I, I remember. I I was shocked when I looked it up. I just don't believe you. He's 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 on the north side of thirty five. He's thirty four. Okay, so he's on the south side of thirty five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still, what did he what did he just get? Was that seven years? Uh, I don't know if it was that long. Was it five? I think it was five. <laughs> Right. So you're gonna, you're gonna that, that was meant to be right after you had the age wrong, but um, okay. so you you you're gonna pay him into thirty nine, um, yeah five, and he, what did he he pitched like ten games last year and like eighteen games the year before or something ridiculous, like he's not he's not durable by any standard. He's elite when he's healthy, but he's just not healthy. Wow, and that's... and that's that's the whole thing. So they've got, they've done that with Degrom, and they've done that with Corey Seager. So two of their three top tier players are notoriously hurt, and on really long term contracts. They've got Simeon, um, the guy that might make a difference is their third base prospect. I think his name is like Josh Jung. Um, he's apparently really, really, really good, and he's going to get the job this year. So who, I mean, who knows? But they're not good enough in the AL West. That's Houston's division. And and Seattle's improving daily. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know. And then with the balanced schedule, who knows? It's not like they're gonna be able to beat up on Oakland all the time. Well, that 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 uh Hernandez trade isn't looking any better. I know there's still lots of time before the uh the season starts and they're still Many things that could happen, but who did they get again for him? I believe it was a bag of chips. No, they, they got a relief pitcher, Evan, Evan Swanson, and they threw a fish. And yes, yes, um, and a Nirvana album. <laughs> but the um, the prospects got a ton of high upside. the The thing with, um, I mean, you, you got to kind of look at it in a vacuum. And yes, there's another shoe to drop. Yes, they need to replace Teoscar's output, but they took a position of strength and addressed a position of weakness. And that's what you have to do. And this Swanson guy is really good. You look at what the relievers are getting in free agency and the term they're getting in free agency. This guy's got three years of control. He's not making any money. Um, and he's your seventh or eighth inning guy right now. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you... You, you, there's an acquisition cost to those guys. There is. And I think the hard reality is this was going to be Teoscar's last year as a Blue Jay. 
and they took the best deal they could get for him. And, you know, he's got, he's had foot problems the last couple of years. Um, he's kind of dumb a little bit. He, he makes a lot of silly mistakes. He plays an average field, but he's got an amazing bat, but that bat's also hot and cold. So Listen, until, until they do something to replace him, they are a worse team right now. But, but I don't think they are. Because they had who, certain... who are your outfielders? But it doesn't matter. Your bullpen's better, and their bullpen was the main reason they were bad last year. They weren't bad last year. No, they weren't bad last year. But they the, the bull you had Adam Simber pitching every game. That's true. Like there, there was no depth in the bullpen, and now their bullpen's better, and they have offense to spare. Right. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying that it's ideal. And yes, there's going to be another shooter drop. But you, you, you say there's offense to spare. How many times did we see them last year? Get yeah. like just one run, two runs, three hits in a game. Sure. They, they, and, they and were how not... many? How many leads did the bullpen blow? Not. I don't think that many. It, I don't it, think. It, I, I I think it's probably worse than you think. And and yes, the team is streaky. The team is streaky, and I think their approach needs to change. And, and hopefully that does change. Um. And and there, you need but the thing is you need more balance too, right? Like you you need a left-handed bat, and you created a hole by moving Teoscar to get a left-handed bat. And I I think that's still the objective. I think the the bullpen blew a lead in the playoffs. I can't remember a, a big one. Um, and, and I just yeah, I don't know. Like if it, it's it's not ideal. It's far from ideal, but. If you've got an outfield of Guriel in left field, Whit Merrifield in center, and Springer in right, that's a competitive outfield, right? Where it's not the um, Billy McKinney days or the um, what's Frank his Colorado. face five tool guy days, like Reed, it's Reed Johnson or um, Derek Fisher. Like those are those are three MLB starters in the outfield. Right, you don't have the power that you had with Teoscar, but you've got a, a better all-around hitter in Merrifield, and and you might get a little more out of Springer if he's not killing himself in center field all the time. Who's the center fielder now? I can't remember. They got somebody, didn't they? No, I thought they did. I thought that was move. Oh, that was the that was um, what's his face that they were going to sign? It was going to be Nimmo. No, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and there's still guys like I still I I still think Brian Reynolds is on the table, and if you get Brian Reynolds, then it's worked out great. I think um, um, uh, Pilar is a free agent. He sure is. I mean, he's available. Mm-hmm. Should sign him. So is Ryan Goins. Ryan Goins. Um, they they have serviceable outfielders, and and yes, you've lost thirty home runs in Teoscar. But, you know, you could get 15 out of Merrifield and you're going to get a higher average out of Merrifield. You're going to get better base running out of Merrifield. Is he um, going to go back to normal this year, you think? Yeah, we saw it last year. He he needs to play every day. He He wasn't good because he was playing one out of four games. And then when guys started getting hurt and Merrifield was in there every day, that's what he turned into. Yeah, but He's, wasn't he playing every day for Kansas City? before? And he, he was good in Kansas City. I thought he was having a down year before no, he came to Jace. No, he's he's very consistent. He's a good ball player. He just needs to play every day. 
So I, man, no, it's not ideal, but you'll be okay. And I, you know, if it means playing Merrifield and not having Teoscar, but you're not throwing Trevor Richards and Adam Simber out there, you know, five out of seven games. I, it I think, is what it is. I think it's more that everybody else has gotten, I know the season, off season is just starting, but, or the trade, the, the free agency season is just starting, but everybody else has gotten better. Do the Yankees get better? Well, except Boston. No, the Yankees did, didn't get better. Did Boston get better? No. Boston got worse. Fine. Did, did Baltimore get better? Yeah, but those aren't the teams you're worried about. I it's mean, your division. That's what Baltimore, you're about. Baltimore and Boston are one the ones you're worried about. Sure, I guess. Baltimore was getting really good. Yeah, but if you yeah. want to win the World Series, you got to compete with those teams too. Yeah, but you got to get to the World Series. Fine. Right? Tampa hasn't done anything. Houston hasn't done anything. Do they need to? They, they always need to do something. They lost Verlander. Yeah, that's true. The Mets got better. Well, the Mets, yeah, I guess I'd take Verlander over to Grom for a year. Um, the Mets got better. Texas got better, but Texas I still don't think is a threat. And that's it. You've also been ranting online about the Jays' off season so far. I, I have because it's it. You, you know, it's it's not so much that I'm frustrated that's nothing nothing's happened. I'm frustrated that it's the same message every year. It's the, oh yeah, no, we've talked to some guys and you know we're meeting with some good people and yeah, no, we're right in there. We're right in there on everybody, right? It's either. No, that wasn't the right fit for us. We weren't going to do that. Or just get it done. Now, in cases like they offered Andrew Heaney more money than Texas did. Right. Right? There's not that you can't fault the Jays for that. How does, it, like, how does that get reported? Who, who who gets that information? I'm sure it just gets leaked. I mean, things get leaked. I'm sure the Jays leaked that. Right? They're being told we're not doing anything. They're like, well, fuck you. We we offered this guy more money and he chose to go to Texas because there's no income tax in Texas, and he likes being in America. Yeah. Right? Sure. They offered Kyle Gibson, the, I mean, and whatever. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that Kyle Gibson did not take that offer. They offered Kyle Gibson the same money that Baltimore did, and he chose Baltimore because Baltimore. he's a giant vagina. Like, he just doesn't want to play under any pressure. What about um, uh, what about Aaron Judge? We didn't talk about him yet. That was disappointed. He, came, he went back. But you mean, you mean Arson Judge? Arson Judge. Judge. Well, what did, I didn't. Where did that joke come from? John Heyman, the the meth head from the New York Post. Oh, he said that by mistake. It, it, well, he's so quick to put stuff out. Yeah, that he doesn't proofread. But <clears throat> the, the the funny part was he said Arson Judge to San Francisco. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's that's what it said. I'm disappointed. But did you? We haven't even spoken about, or maybe we did, and I missed it. But that um, you see that graphic that they put up, or somebody did some investigation to the the balls last year. I didn't pay any attention to it. I didn't care. No, no. Nah, I, I, I saw, I saw Garth was going on about it, and I saw a whole bunch of people were retweeting it, and I, I went to kind of click into it and look at it, and then I was like, no, nah, I, I don't care. Yeah, but did I you see? Care. Did you see that distribution though of where they were? Who was but, using the different balls? I, I, I'm assuming it was in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, I just whatever. Like I, I. I I, I, I think we're so interested in trying to find something to diminish what it was. Like, I don't, I don't care. 
I mean, I, I think it's crazy. I mean, I understand why people get paid uh, based on past performance, but do they, and I'm sure that the Yankees management don't think this, but the Yankees fans think that Aaron Judge is going to go out and hit 65 home runs every year for the next nine years? Nobody could for the next three. Maybe. Maybe he could. I, I, I think there's just, there's value in controlling your asset. There's value in bringing no, back. For, for sure. For and, sure. So, Listen, I, I, sorry, I've I've been looking up this stuff about blown leads, right? Because it's been bugging me. Um, so I just want to get a point of comparison. Who do you think last year had a great bullpen? I just need a point of comparison. Who was it? Um, no, no, no. I'm asking. Like, I know so I can't remember the, the, the Yankees at the start of the season, and then it went to shit. The okay, so season, the Yankees, so the Yankees the, blew. Didn't Baltimore 20s? have a great bullpen. Okay, but I just so I have the Yankees here. So the Yankees blew twenty-seven leads last year. Yeah, the Jays blew the Jays blew thirty-one. Yeah, and the and the Yankees I think blew a heavy amount like in the last two months. Like they were right. lights out for the first. But business. give me another team that that you think just just so we can have a like a, a team that you think's got a great bullpen. I think Baltimore Seattle. had a really good bullpen in Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Yeah, so Seattle blew 21 games. Okay. I don't remember which side of the argument you were on here. That the bullpen wasn't weak? I, d- I don't think the bullpen was the big problem last year. No, I'm, I'm not saying it was the be-all and end-all, but it was a problem. Like, it was... It wasn't like the year before. Or, would you know... No, where, but that's, where... that, that's Jordan Romano. Yeah, but they I'm kind blowing of, saves. But but I'm almost, I'm kind of on the Bob McCowan camp here for bullpens. I don't think you go and spend all of your money on the bullpen anyway. You can fix it in season, and there's a bunch of junk always available, and they're good and, for one year. That's why you I say think... that, but then they traded one of their bigger assets for a bullpen arm. But they but that's the thing they they got a bullpen arm for significantly cheaper than the open market right now. Yeah, but that's you know I what? Mean. Honestly, I don't whatever people get in baseball, I don't care. There's no salary cap. Like, what do we care? There's a giant luxury tax. And do you want to be blowing blowing your luxury tax? I'm really $233 million and they're already at 200. Yeah. But the, uh, I'm not saying that they're, that they're broke uh, or or they're a poor franchise or or Rogers is cheap, but they clearly have a a salary cap. Like they clearly have an internal salary cap. Well, they have a budget. They're they're prepared to go over it for the right people. Yeah, but but I think they would be I think it would be foolish for them to go over it on like four bullpen pieces. Exactly. They were going to go over it if they signed Verlander. They offered Verlander $40 million a year, but you go over it because it's Justin Verlander. Right? You don't go over it um, because you don't want to diversify your outfield and you need to buy bullpen arms at you know, $10 million a season. I mean, Roberts Robertson just signed and, and he's like what is he 38 and he just got like two years 20 million dollars like bullpen arms are stupid it's stupid the Yimmy Garcia deal looks fantastic but but to get strikeout arms there's a giant premium and yeah it's going to cost you an outfielder and it was one year of Teoscar like we need to remember it was one year of Teoscar so what's uh, what's Stripling going to get? I, I, I forgot about him. I don't know what his market is. I think there's teams that still kind of see him as a swingman, and, he, and there's 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 he, a couple he, of tiers ahead of him. I, he, I he think is though he is though like he he never really he never he was good he was don't get me wrong but 
he is like a fourth or fifth starter. Like he mm. never pitched past like the fifth inning. Maybe he goes five innings. He doesn't yeah. strike many people out. Yeah, um, like... he he's not sexy. And there's there's sexy guys ahead of him. I I think he ends up back in Toronto, and I think it ends up being like two years, twenty five million dollars or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Like they already gave their uh, one of them, Atkins or Shapiro, made it sound like he's not coming back. Well, I think Sh- I Shapiro, think... you racist bastard. I I, I think. The expectation is that he that press conference, I know the press conference you're talking about, it was they were resigned to the fact he was going to free agency because he's never experienced mm-hmm. it before. He wasn't going to sign before free agency. And I don't think anybody knows what the market is, but he's still out there. And guys like Jamison Tyon are getting deals and Jose Quintana are getting deals. And those are guys kind of in his realm. And I don't know, maybe he's shooting for the stars and teams aren't biting. Or or maybe teams just kind of are looking at the other guys first. I it seems to be the market seems to be driven towards like number one and number two starters right now. Nobody's really kind of backfilling their rotation. Um he's gonna get a deal and he's gonna be paid fairly. And, and I've always thought like 12 million a year was a very fair rate for stripling, especially if he's gonna be your fifth starter or fourth starter. And yeah, he he's not going to get five years, a hundred million. He's not getting anything close to that. No, but, I didn't think he'd get something like that. But what what was his um, qualifying offer? Twenty million. Twenty million. And, and people are like, you should have qualified him. Eighteen. Like, no, in nineteen point two five. No, if if they were paying Ross Stripling almost twenty million dollars for one season. Then, then that's when Atkins gets hung. I think that, well, they're already gonna pay Ryu what twenty million to not play. Million. But the only good thing about Ryu is apparently like eighty percent of his contract was insured, so they're not too stressed about that. I don't even think they're really kind of counting too much of it towards the books. So how are they gonna pay the rest of that? Very, very carefully. Oh no, no, that's an Otani joke. I said very carefully. I was didn't. Oh, you said respectfully. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I think they get two pitchers. I think one of them stripling. I think the other one's not going to be very exciting. It might be like a Drew Smiley. Yeah. So, so what happens to? Uh, I mean, can Kikuchi be as bad as he was last year? What do they do? So they, let's say they get stripling back and they sign somebody else. Does Kikuchi become your swingman? Your your. I think that's Mitch White. Okay. So what's Kikuchi? I, I would. I'd try to turn him into a power lefty out of the bullpen. How is it? How is how is Kikuchi's life going to be if he's as bad as he is with the raised bullpen next year, where he's right by the fans? Yeah, he's going to have a I, hard time. I, I think they just need to change Kikuchi, or, or like if you can tell him like you're going to pitch three days a week, you're going to pitch one inning, and you need to throw your fastball. He could be really good in that role. It's kind of like what Joe thought Robbie Ray could be like later on in his career. I think Kikuchi could do that. And if you look at what relievers are getting, just make them that. Don't you think they tried that last year? He seems pretty strong. Seems- no, because he it's it's he, I don't think he can take a starter and make him a one inning guy in the middle of the season. There's there's routine, there's all kinds of crap. That's why I think he was kind of the late the mop up guy who'll come in and pitch three or four innings or two or three innings. But if you go into it as a plan in spring training and, and you set his routine up to be that guy, then sure. 
I, do you think that they're going to do that? I'm fairly confident in spring training they're going to come and give him a chance to win a starting starting job. Well, it depends on who they sign. If yeah. you sign two guys that are better than him, no. Yeah, you need more than five starters, though. Yeah, but so what? What do you do with them then? Yeah, I guess you're right. You put him in AAA? You don't put him in AAA. Doesn't he have an opt-out if he goes to AAA? No. Yeah, he, he has no opt-outs. He had, he had to... He had to approve a move to AAA for some. No, reason. he wouldn't. He wouldn't offered. Yeah, he offered, but they if they were to put him in AAA, there was something like that... he could choose for agency. Does no, that exist? I've never heard of a contract like that. He had no. to approve it. Yeah, there was something like that. He's That's not a ten five time. guy. He's not a ten five guy. I'm gonna look it up. You guys t- chat amongst right. yourselves. But either way, I, I I I think he could be dominant. I, I think he could be dominant. He's just it depends if he wants to be dominant. It's all in his head. It's I don't I don't understand the guy. Because he doesn't speak English. Come on. Oh yeah. Come on. Like seriously, like this is not the type of jibber jabber that we I don't know what I'm saying. Clearly. Makes two of us. Three of us. <laughs> um, what else? Any other baseball stuff? Um yeah. didn't you charge your phone? I How did. are the? I'm looking, uh, at, I'm looking at it right now, but we've talked about almost everything. <laughs> How are the Kevin Kiermeier stakes? Uh, oh God! Oh, fuck that! I swear so, to God, if if they roll out Kevin Kiermeier, somebody said that. Who was it? Uh, Josh. Josh. Uh, is it Goldberg? Is that yes. the guy? Did he say that? Uh, I think a couple people have mentioned him, and and it's no. If Kevin Kiermeier is the answer, no, go get Kevin Pillar. I know. Seriously, like no, like the the that that is a colossal failure. That like. That is a desperation signing. Kevin Kiermeyer should be, yes, below Pilar. Um, I'm surprised nobody said, let's go get Pilar. You did think, uh, several you, times. You, you want him badly. Yeah, I do want him badly. He's a very, very handsome fellow. Yes. Hey, and you guys never did you, you guys never commented on the video I sent of uh of uh um oh who's the guy who just got into the Hall of Fame? What's the matter? The Blue Jay. Fred McGriff? Fred McGriff singing OK Blue Jays at his Oh, yeah. I, I saw that somewhere else. I very clearly wrote after it saying, that's awesome. Oh, did you? Uh, <laughs> you don't read anything. <laughs> I don't know how to read or write. What yeah. to say? He just looks for smiley faces on the comments. That's it. That's all I can that's, read. That's his, that's his validation. Oh, smiley, yeah. Oh, are they happy? Um, but doesn't that clearly mean he's going to go in the Hall of Fame as a Blue Jay? No. Yeah, you're right. I don't. <laughs> no. No, he was a much better brave. No, for sure, he's going to go in as as a brave. Um, then now they got to get Dave's. Now let's talk about that. Let's talk about because I know this is a hot button issue. Hold on, before you before you do it, um, I want to discuss. Um, I want to discuss uh, um, your your take on why Dave Steve should be in the Hall of Fame. Joe, can you talk about it? You have an argument to make here about it. Uh, okay. Okay, explain your case. Well, I I don't like I'm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I can't even think. I'm not an advanced metrics guy, so I'm not good at that. But I'm just saying, if you look at that stuff, if you look at his numbers compared to all his contemporaries, he's right up there, like top three pitcher of the '80s. That's it. That's it. What do you want me to say? Like his numbers are crazy. You know what the you know what the the issue with 
with Dave Steep is his wins, right? And he was on a garbage expansion team, what, for the first five years of his career, right? Of course, his win totals are going to be low. You, t- you look at him and look at who's that jackass, Jack Morris. Yeah. Right? Jack Morris is just like, has like a shit ton of wins, but got like this garbage ERA. What what, what did Steve have? Something like seven one hitters that seven? he lost, that he lost, yeah, that he lost in the ninth inning. I wasn't there two in a row. There I were think. two perfect games in a row where he had a perfect game with two outs in the ninth inning. And then he 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 lost them. Right? Kevin Pillar did something stupid. Yes, Kevin Pillar did something stupid. His his career win loss percentage is five sixty two. His <laughs> career ERA is three point four four. So what is it about him? Do people just not like him? Doesn't he like? No, I just think that that's that's just what it is. Like you just the thing is, Hall of Fame voters in that era, like up until maybe the last couple of voting sessions just looked at win loss records for pitchers i mean i again i don't know if it really is hall of fame indicative his his strikeout numbers are a bit blah and i don't know how important that was in the 80s um well it's 1669 strikeouts yeah but no look at his strikeouts per nine but i don't 3.6 4.4 there were a couple of years he was in the sixes but at, in any era, he never won a Cy Young. He um, should have. There's, there's, there's at least one he should have won. I can't remember what season it was. Eighty-five. He, he was the ERA leader in eighty-five. He finished fourth in eighty-two, seventh in eighty-four, and seventh in eighty-five. Yeah, there's a really good documentary out there. Um, I, I forget who posted it, um, but you should watch it. Just really makes a case. Kind of makes it like it, it. It's interesting too. Then you look at someone like Nolan Ryan, right? Um, and you look at his career, and he had a pretty like okay, he's a strikeout monster, but he had a pretty up and down, inconsistent career. Like he had a lot of kind of like mid level, middling years, right? Nolan just had... Ryan's worst year of his strikeouts per nine was his last year in 1983, which was 6.2. Every other year is above eight. Okay. But but his strikeouts were crazy. I'm not taking that away from him, but then he'd have like these, his ERA wasn't that great. Yeah. But you say he he did his win total, but I'm reading here that he had the second most amount of wins in the eighties behind only Jack Morris. Yeah, but th- there was a thing about 300 wins. That was a thing for to get into the Hall of Fame. Well, he was he, nowhere close to 300 wins. I know, and that's why I say the, the talk back then was he'll never make it because he was nowhere near 300 wins. But Jack Morris must must be close to or above. I don't remember how many. No, so Nolan Morris, Ryan. It's, no, 250. He's in the yeah. Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yeah. It, it's, it's hard because Nolan Ryan has such a long career. Like, he pitched until he was 46. Which is insane. Well, I didn't realize that no, that uh, Jack Morris was on the uh, on the who won in ninety one the the World Series was it the Twins it's Minnesota the Twins. Yeah, yeah he was on yeah, that he, team. so he won three in a row I didn't realize that yeah. three but, in a row yeah he was on both Jays teams oh was he but he wasn't even 
he wasn't, wasn't a starter. A yeah, I don't think he. I mean, I'm sure he got a ring, right? But he wasn't. When? In the second, would, he was. He was yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't on the roster in '93. Oh, he wasn't. I, I don't think so. I don't remember him at all. In in, it was Dave Stewart. Remember, took over for him. Oh yeah. Anyway, Nolan Ryan's career ERA is three point one nine, which is amazing, but that's a lot of years, right? So the math. He's got help from math. It's there. There's, I gotta say, I watched a. There's a, a nice little video I watched on on Nolan Ryan. I I just can't remember the context, but it was just putting his career in perspective, right? You know, it's the same people who made that video that you know about Dante Bichette being the worst outfielder in the history of baseball, like statistically speaking. And it was uh, so there's a lot of fun. They're on, they're not long. They're like 15, 20 minute long. So was he worse than Anthony Ghost? No. Did he go? Does he still? Anyway, I've sent you these videos many times, and Hmm. none of you ever watched them. Obviously, haven't watched them. Anthony Ghost just signed a two-year minor league contract with somebody. The the uh, Pickering, uh, the Tudor Rose. Yeah. What they were called, the Tudor Rose. Yeah. He might have gone back to Cleveland. The internet knows. I'm working on it. What else? Uh, any other baseball stuff? We talked about Vladdy and Bo and Manoa. Um, I mean, Bo just sees dollar signs. I don't think he wants to stay or go. I didn't really comment on it before. I don't think he wants to stay or go. I think he just wants to make the most money he can possibly make, and he don't think he really cares if it's here. Yeah, I think that's fair. Or if it's some, if it's somewhere else. So I, I didn't understand your comment here, where you said. Is the is the window closing? You mean is there a window closing on who's left for them to acquire? No, it's more. Um, Bo's got what two years left. Vladdy's got two years left. Chapman's either going to be extended or he's a free agent. Um, obviously Teoscar's gone. Uh, Guriel's got one year left. Pitching's fine. Um, but yeah, the, the entire infield and a key and two key corner outfield spots, it could be gone in two years. Uh, I, 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 I think Vladdy's back. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I, I think they get Vladdy done this year. I really do. I don't think it's done. It might be done mid season. I think Vladdy and Manoa get done this year and they let Bo, they take Bo right to the wire. They might, they, they might even trade Bo. I could see that. Um, I mean, he almost killed Springer, like on a season Gale. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you could get elite back for Bo, they'd do it. That's why I, I was all about trading Bo for Juan Soto last year at the deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I don't think Bo's here in two years. Yeah, I but, really don't. Uh, it, that's that's fine that you were for that, and uh, sure. I'm not against it either, but what did Washington end up getting? Like, I don't think the Jays could have put together a similar package. They they could have, but it would have hurt more because that's the point. The, the Padres are really deep, but I mean, I, but it's it's also Juan Soto, and and you you, you kind of need to get it, it shit or get off the pot. And that's my other comment thing about fans infatuation with prospects. I will always say that 
prospects or capital because the probability, especially in baseball, of a prospect having an impact on your team has got to be less than 50%. And if you start looking at law of averages and the amount of guys that the Jays have had success with, you know, you're due for some duds. Yeah, but the point and, of having the the prospects, I think now, has less to do with them coming and making an impact on your major league roster and more to, to use them for trades. That's exactly what I said. They're capital. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 they're, they're capital. And if, yes, Alec Manoa, no one wanted to trade Alec Manoa. And no one should ever want to trade Alec Manoa. Right? He's He's a unicorn. You don't have many Alec Manoas. For every Alec Manoa... You've got Kyle Drabeck, Dustin McGowan, Ricky Romero, Aaron Sanchez, um, uh, Trevor Hoffman. Those are just a few. I still don't really get what happened to uh, Aaron Sanchez. He just got hurt and got bad advice, and I, I think he, I think he got hurt, but also got really like full of himself. And... Yeah, he did. He hired Boris, and it just he started thinking about his next contract before he earned the one he was on. Yeah, and then he never had a next contract. No. And, and now I said Trevor is... Hoffman, I mean Jeff Hoffman. But then and like now... Kyle Drabeck, like you traded Roy Halladay for Kyle that was... Drabeck. That was a bad trade though. But it was a great trade when it happened. Was it? Yeah, everybody was over the moon that you got Kyle Drabeck. He was the best pitching prospect in baseball. Yeah. I don't like, look, maybe my memory's not good, but I don't remember anybody being thrilled about that trade. No, nobody liked the fact that they were trading Halliday, but it was an it was as good a return as you were going to get anywhere. Who, who did that trade? Was that Alex? Didn't, it was didn't, Alex. Didn't they? Don't they have literally nothing to show for that trade? Uh, you had two years of R.A. Dickey. Did that? You what? got a trade how, back? How do, how do you what? how do you get R.A. Dickey from the? You traded Travis Darno in the deal for R.A. Dickey, and, and he was part of the Halliday trade. The Halliday trade was Kyle Drabeck, Travis Darno, and um, I believe it was, his name was Michael Harris or Michael Thompson. He was an outfielder. Um, you turned just the whole trade tree. You ended up sending Syndergaard and um, Travis Darno to New York for Dickey. You turned... Um, Michael Harris, I think that was his name, or Michael Thompson. It was something like that. He was like the Phillies' fifth-ranked prospect. He was an outfielder. You traded him for Brett Wallace. Then you traded Brett Wallace for Anthony Ghost. Then you traded Anthony Ghost for Devin Travis. That That's Roy Halladay. Well, they have nothing to show for it. They have nothing to show for it. And when they made that trade, you got the best pitching prospect in baseball and one of the highest-regarded catching prospects in baseball – and you got a highly ranked outfield prospect in baseball, and you have nothing to show for it. So if you need to trade or Elvis Martinez or Ricky Tiedemann or any or Alejandro Kirk or any of those guys to get a legitimate full-time professional big league ball player that can make an impact on this short window, you do it. Ricky Tiedemann is he's elite. He's he could easily be the best pitching prospect in baseball right now. But so was Kyle Drabeck. And the Jays waited forever for Dustin McGowan. And the Jays waited forever for Aaron Sanchez. And it, it, the, the Jays were high on Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman got you Troy Tulowitzki. Prospects, they're not a sure thing. Like, 
get I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying hang on to all of them. But, I, but, I, the, but a lot of the fan base are. And, that, and that's what's so frustrating. Like this time last year, you had people that were refusing to give up Orelvis Martinez for Jose Ramirez. And Orelvis Martin, Martinez cratered back to earth last year. He's fallen out of the top 10 of the Jays' prospects. Yeah, listen, I don't care what people like. Uh, people aren't you say people aren't willing to give up? Like, well, they're not the ones making the trades, right? Well, exactly. Uh, we we don't know that Cleveland was even interested, right? Ex- exactly, absolutely. And that, but that's what I'm saying. That's like the whole comment on the uh, on the lineup tonight is fans' infatuation with prospects. It it, it personally drives me mental. It absolutely drives me mental. If you're not prepared to give up a guy who made, who has a higher probability of having no impact on your team than having an impact on your team to get a legitimate high impact piece, you're, you're silly. It's, it's like, you're just, you're, you're beyond complacent, right? It's you just, you, you're worried about 2026 instead of winning in 2022 or 2023 when you've got all your guys here, like what good is it having George Springer on your roster right now? If he's going to be gone because you don't want to give up Aurelvis Martinez is, is Aurelvis Martinez going to be more important than George Springer? No. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't even know who that is. He, he, he's, he's a, he's probably the next shortstop and he's got a ton of potential and he's got a great bat. But he's a prospect. He's 21 years old. He could turn to garbage. Or he could be elite. But you know who's elite? George Springer's elite right now. And you uh need to win when you've got your elite guys here. I I, I just want them to turn Kirk into something. Well, that's it. Spin that that magic uh, into some gold. (laughs) And see, here's the other thing. Make those fries fries supreme. That's right. You can't trade draft picks. There's a draft every year. Every year you have an opportunity to replenish your system. You're well, not there's tra- like 378 rounds. That's it. You can get more prospects. If you have a good organization, if you have good scouts, if you have listen, a good developmental system. Listen, you don't need, like, we're on your side. No, no. I, I, I'm yelling yeah. at the Karens and Blue Jays Twitter right now. But don't listen to this show. You know who I feel bad for? All the people legitimately named Karen. Mike Wilner? No, no one feels bad for Mike Wilner. Mike Wilner. No, she doesn't. Actually, she doesn't feel bad. Um, was, it, was it Mike Wilner did where, uh, um, you know, Pat Tabler was, I don't know, was he fired? Is that, is, is that whatever, what we're going yeah. with? We turned it about himself. Yeah, yeah then Wilner, oh, Wilner made familiar. it about himself. Mutually parting ways sounds familiar. No, Mike, you were fired because... You're useless. Yeah. Um, how come nobody's talking about? Uh, uh, I'm not, I know he's not who he used to be, but a guy like Noah Syndergaard being like a fifth starter or a fourth starter. If you don't get Stripling, you probably take a run at Syndergaard. Well, isn't he better than Stripling? No, not anymore. You don't think so? He's had. His Did you arm watch him in the playoffs? Yeah, his arm is trash. He okay. he was not impressive at all. The, the, the problem is everybody thinks that Syndergaard is still Syndergaard from eight years ago when he was throwing oh, I, 100. I know he's not, but I still thought he was serviceable no. in the back of a rotation. He's, he's he's absolutely serviceable, but he's not. He's not. Well, what, you would know. Yeah. 
he's he's not the cinder guard that the Jays traded for R.A. Dickey. I no, watched sure. I watched some of I actually saw one of the games where he started for Philly. Um I don't remember which series it was, but he was not impressive at all. He yeah. was pitching in when I was in Boston. He was starting for the Angels at the time. Yeah. Yes. No, if if you if Stripling goes somewhere else and if you're looking for a fifth starter, yeah, you go you go to Syndergaard and you well, can probably who, get what's the rotation right now? Manoa Manoa, Gosman, Barrios. White Kikuchi. Okay, fine. So you need two starters. Ideally, yes. Okay, so one of them say is Stripling. Yep. So who's the fifth one? Drew Smiley, um, Syndergaard. That's yeah, what, I that's think, what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I think. I think you got to find a lefty. I think you need to prioritize a lefty in there, and that's why it might be Drew Smiley, or it could be a trade. Like it. Hey, it could still be the Kikuchi. It could still be the. It could still be the Gooch. But I. I, I think I think they get a pitcher from trade. I, I really do. I think that might be your Kirk. Um, well, you don't need like a top of the rotation guy. No, but it's nice to have. And Miami has a bunch of them and they're cheap. So who gets I, and back? I, will, I guess Barrios at this point. I think Manoa has to be rewarded. He'll be the opening day starter. Yeah, would, well, it means it means more to Manoa. I, I yeah, I it, depending how it plays out. I would say that Barrios is probably your third starter. I'm expecting a completely normal season from Barrios. Me too. Yeah, me, me too. too. Was, it, was it the pressure on him last year? Did he just feel, I don't know. Who it, knows? it could have been. I don't and know. It started... it maybe because it's like he was totally hot and cold. Like some, He was either brilliant or garbage. And it started so badly. The yeah. home opener was so bad. It, it's almost like it derailed him. He didn't get out of the first inning in the home opener. You think that Kikuchi ever went up to him and said, "Like I feel you, man." He's like, "Who? Who are yeah, you?" Who? Yeah, I'll be Give me water. Yeah, he's like, he's like, can you have a look at my iPad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your tech support. Yeah. Um, did you get any replies on your uh, on your um, on your uh, Kevin Barker rookie card or whatever it is that you? Not at all. No replied? one cares. Nobody cares. Was that a rookie card? No, but it's autographed. You're just trying to get him on the show. Yeah, I'm just trying. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, I know it was because I've been talking kind of privately to to Garth a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he's a card collector, and I'm not at that level, but I collect. He collects, you know, kind of like random vintage and just like cool old stuff. While I'm more into like autographs and artifacts, and. So autograph, said, autograph Japanese anime porn. Stuff. Yes, yes. Love gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so who's autographing that? So who who autographs Japanese anime porn? The the person who drew it? No, obviously the anime character. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> the the voice actor. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I'll find something on eBay and I'll show it to him and. You know, we'll just kind of talk about it. anyway. And we were talking about just, you know, you, it doesn't always need to be financial. Like you're not looking for investments here, but it's just kind of cool to get fun stuff. And I was on eBay and I'm like, I wonder if Kevin Barker has any cards on eBay. And yeah, there were a bunch of them. And I got, I got his autographed card for $3. Oh, did you say the price on there? I no, I, I cropped it out. I'm trying to, I couldn't. Yeah, I paid more on shipping than I did on the actual card. 
but yeah i have a i'm the gonna be the proud owner and it's a nice card it's 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 a leather signature so it's a piece of a baseball inside the card that he signed i miss uh i miss listening to kevin barker yeah i'm looking for when he comes back is your back leg humming yeah i mean it's, really, it's, it, it's the only it listenable, get it singing. it's the only listenable thing on the right on that station it really is at this point you said that like i took a complete sh- like um shot at the fan yeah on a, ro- on a roger lajoie teat uh teat, tweet <laughs> get off his teats uh tweet and he's like thank you and i'm like you didn't you didn't you didn't read what i wrote did you he just saw he he he, he just saw the compliment it was like I a wilner like no, but he's he is like he's totally listenable. Like I, I did you know, I like him? Did you know, know that he lives? He lives in Curtis. Does oh, he like really? like near you? Like, do you guys go to the Piggly Wiggly together or whatever it is that's in uh, Curtis? We just run through cornfields. I I need I need like who I want back on the fan is Norm Rumack, but like angry Norm Rumack before yeah, like he the, like found the, the overnight Norm yeah. Rumack. Hammer the hammerhead, hammerhead alert and all that stuff. Like when he was a Leafs fan. And I, and I and I want to know what happens. Like, why did he all of a sudden hate the Leafs? Oh, um, but yeah, he used to be on with Roger Lejoie at like eleven o'clock. Yeah, and it was just it was just a lot of shouting. And actually, wasn't uh, wasn't um, Damian Cox good when he was on with uh... Damian Cox? Was never good. Yes, he was. No, he no. was. He was funny. Like when I, he was I'm on not, with uh, with uh, Gort Stelic. Yeah, they had a great show. It, yeah. it, it was Gord, it was Stelic and Cox, and they had it was funny. It was a funny show. But Gord Stelic is funny. Yeah, but the two of the, he was not the malcontent that that he oh, you know when he turned into that is when he used to be a regular co-host with Bob McCowan, yeah. and then he just turned into like a jackass. He's a bitch, and right? I, I just I I can't stand. He's I, I've got him on Simmons level, where it's just. I can't take you seriously because you're just an asshole. Yeah, the and... thing he he is yeah he is a big troll now. But I I will say he he did have a good journalistic career. Like he was a good writer. He had he used to do some great articles. Like I I actually well, now, enjoyed now reading Hamilton. Writes for the Hamilton Spec now. And whatever. But I just say like when he was with the Star, like back in the like the late 80s, early 90s. Like, I, I actually enjoyed reading his column. And then he turned into this, uh, whatever the hell he is now. This He's he's also an avid fan of live cam girls. Yeah. <laughs> what? But, but Steve Simmons is just a piece of trash from, yeah. the, from day one. Well, so is Michael Trakos. Anybody who writes for The Sun, they're just, they'll say anything for clickbait. What? Did you see, like, that? I think it was Trikos. He posted something today about Giordano. I don't know if you saw. I commented on it. I got into an argument with a guy. Yeah, who he was saying, what was it? Something about like it looks like he could play in three beer leagues. Yeah, but it's been it's been a nice surprise. And I said I was like I I said to Trikos, but I'd love I would love you to say that to Giordano's face. No, but I I wrote to him saying like so his entire career, including his Norris Trophy, like just passed you by. Well, it's like this guy was an elite defenseman or still like was always an elite defenseman and still is. Yeah. And, and they're acting like, well, they found this guy on the trash heap or something well, and because he's 39. And it's like, well, you know, he should be out of shape. It's like, no, he's he's doing this because he's an exceptional athlete. But and, it's and like I, but it's like Chelios, right? Like Chelios just never stopped. I think he was 58 when he retired. Yeah. I, I, well, and I said I was like, I'd love to see you say this to his face. Maybe you can do it while he's bench pressing you. Yeah. Yeah. Did he respond? But, no, 
Well, someone at Tranko's fan who's like, oh, I think it was more of a compliment. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going down this route. Well, no one, no one replied to me, but, but it's like, what's his name? Chara, right? Wasn't Chara like 46 last year? Yeah. And he's, and he, you know, they were still talking about, oh, he could probably play another year. Well, so. like, Giordano's been fantastic. I mean, that's why I said in the agenda, it's like, I don't understand though why, why you're calling him Spezza level legend. Why is Spezza a legend? It's, it's tongue in cheek to a degree. But it's these old guys who came back for no money and played their hearts out. Yeah, but Spezza wasn't actually that good, though. Like he, the last year, he wasn't, but he was quite good for the first two. Yeah, I guess he was okay. Like, he just, I, he, he got he got old. You you, you get old, but it's like no, he, 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 you're not getting you know 2008 Jason Spezza. You're getting a guy who's 38 years old. And and he's killing himself to try to get it done. And those are the guys I respect. And that's what I like about Giordano. Like the entire defensive core is hurt, and you've got 39-year-old Giordano playing for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and he's playing like Poor guy. 29 minutes a game. It, only eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, again, let's put it in perspective. Let's know, let's not worry about us. Right. No, I'm, like, kidding. I'm making eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I don't know, but you guys. Yeah, well, you're a very successful hooker. It's true. I am. Uh, well, how, how, how are we doing this without talking about uh, the World Cup at all? Because well, whatever. Because I don't give a shit about the World Cup. Yeah. Really? Like, you don't either? I, I haven't watched a game. Yeah, I haven't. I'm just, I'm just not into it this year. How's Italy doing? Uh, They're having a very nice Ponzo. <laughs> they, they didn't make it, though, this no, year. They weren't they even there. No. Portugal Correct. had a giant win the other day. Brazil lost. Is that so? Brazil lost in the in the shoot and kick and uh, kick out. What's it called? Kick in, in the in the kickouts. That's the CFL thing. That's that's why we're not talking about the World Cup. Yeah, they and penalty kicks. Yeah, um, the nice thing is, is Canada's in next time regardless. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing uh, how much more work you can get done when you don't give a shit about the World Cup. Yeah, I filled out a bracket. I did it, too at work. It's it's I I have to really want to be into it, and it's just like it's also because it's the wrong time of the year, right? It's, not it's the wrong time of the year. The time zones are all messed up. Like I I just I don't know. I couldn't even tell you who won the last one. I I don't even remember. It was uh, France. It was France. Was it? I don't know. I'd take your word for it. You could be lying to me. No, I'm ninety percent sure it was France. It was France. Okay. Uh, France is always good. I just remember Italy won one time. Yeah, we were in Montreal when it happened. Yeah, sorry to hear that. We couldn't get out of Montreal. They beat France. That's a shame. Um, But yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, and 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 maybe that makes me like like a garbage person. But I didn't watch a single second of the Canadian games. That's the problem. Is don't be so hard. That's not what makes you a garbage person. (laughs) It's it's obviously your personality. Yeah, the um, and not the fact that I live in trash. Yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> the um, the the Canada games that again they were on at weird times. It just didn't feel like there was really any chance. They there were wasn't. in a really, really, really tough group, and it was just kind of like you know what, I'll, I'll pay attention in four years when it's in North America. The games are on in prime time, and they've got one under their belt. 
Yeah, like but the, co- just... the 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 Canada coach, he also like was kind of bush league. I think I don't know. Like he was going in with a hockey mentality. We're gonna go. We're gonna go f Croatia. Yeah, or but he's not like even Canadian. I know he's yeah, not. Is Canadian. Isn't, he, isn't yeah. he an English guy? He's English. Yeah, but still, I don't know. I I just thought it was so, like but really. That's, like... But that's how they are over there. Is it oh, okay? Yeah, it, it, it's it's just how they rally, yeah. and yeah, I don't care. Like piss off. Listen, I'm not. Uh, listen, I I will say like there there is something to be said. It's a big accomplishment qualifying for the World Cup. Like that's not. You shouldn't gloss over that. Like I'm glossing. All right, sounds yeah, good. They got in. Italy didn't. So it you is. know what I don't understand? These World Cup games that are coming to, like this North America thing. So it's going to be what Canada, U.S., and Mexico. I think hosting, so. Yeah, hosting games. So where are the games in Toronto going to be played? I don't think there are any in Toronto. So then where are they playing them? They're going to Edmonton. No, is it? Yeah, I think so because they play at that they play in the giant football stadium. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any in Toronto. All right. Well I I think the minimum is something like sixty thousand seats. So Toronto, so what happens... and Van- Toronto and Vancouver will be the host cities. Okay, so it's not even Edmonton. It's not even Edmonton. Demo Field. Really? So, it, so like, they're gonna have to build that way out. Well, and it's also gonna be shit games, probably. Yeah, because like, aren't these soccer stadiums usually like a hundred thousand people? Yeah, and they're 11, gonna have one. There's eleven host cities. And and doesn't BMO Field like eleven thousand seats? No, no, it's it's bigger than that. It's like thirty five. In preparation for the FIFA 2026, BMO Field will add an additional seventeen thousand seven hundred fifty six seats, bringing the total to forty five thousand. Yeah, which is fair. That's fine. They're not going to get prime games. No, um, hopefully they get a, can- a Canadian game. I, I'm sure they will. Well, I don't know, maybe BC will. I don't know. It just kind of seems like the smaller stadiums get like, you know, Korea versus Colombia. I, I, but, I, but, but are people, are, are teams going to rotate or will pools be in like a certain city? This group is in this city. This group is in this city. This group is in this city. Like That's we won't question. get, we won't get. Like I, I bet you, Toronto and Vancouver will get, like, uh, we'll get the round robin games or something like that. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They, they'll get the first round games for sure. Yeah. They're not getting any of the qualifiers. No, but I like, I like uh, this because this is the way even I, even, almost like even Olympics should be like shared events, like eleven cities mm-hmm. across North America. Everybody sharing the cost here, right? Mm-hmm. This is the. I, I wonder if this is the way things are going to be going forward. Well, and I think they're pushing that because it eliminates a lot of the FIFA corruption as well. Um, okay. like it should never have been in Qatar. Who who's the guy who who did it? South Seth? What? No, he retired. It's a new guy. No, no, no. But he's the one who put it in Qatar. Seth Blatter. No, no. Seth Blatter voted against Qatar. So whoever did it came out and said, "Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have put it there." Like, he, he said he said it shouldn't have gone there. Oh, I he, thought it was said, the guy who did it. No, no. He said it shouldn't have gone there, and he voted for the U.S. Oh, oh it was supposed to be the U.S. this time. Yeah, it was going to be U.S. exclusive. Yeah, well. Anyway, all right. Well, we ended up yeah. talking about the uh, the uh, World Cup for uh, ten minutes. So Woodbridge rejoice. Woodbridge rejoice. What else is there to talk about? We talked about the Leafs already. Anything else to say? I mean, they're. Uh, I don't think there's anything to complain about. Ever since, uh, ever since uh, Keith was supposed to get fired, they've been very, very good. I'm taking full credit for that. I mean, I, it's not just that they've been winning. They've been really, like, dominating very good teams. And they've played with out three of their top defensemen. 
Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that. No, but it's, but this is the part that annoys me is that those first five games or whatever, where everybody was ready to like blow up the whole team, they weren't playing badly. They were just they were just weird games. They were actually you... some of games they were outplaying them and they just couldn't score. Yeah, but so, right? so if I went right now to like you know you know at the after that first game where the Canadians beat the Leafs. And Canadian mm-hmm. fans are all. If I went to them now and said, "But your team is very bad," what would the response be? Like, would they say, "What would they'd the, say they, they were in the say, final two years ago?" That's yeah, they'll say. they'll yeah. say they'll, they'll, they'll say they'll say win around. That's that's that their yeah. response is. They'll say win around. Like, okay, there's no point in 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 having like they. I find hockey arguments if you're a Toronto fan are the worst. Okay, but serious serious question though: Is it still Ottawa's division to lose? Yeah. Yeah, what I happened? So good old Claude. Giroux. What do you mean? What happened? They weren't a good. They weren't a good team from the start. I know, but they, what, what was their what, what? What? What were they going on for that? Like, why was it their division to lose? According to them, because they actually spent money, and they actually made a couple of trades, but like it's just it's not enough, right? They, you know, they they dumped Matt Murray on Toronto, and it's well that's worked out great for you. How's Ken Talbot? Mm-hmm. And you know, they went and traded for Alex DeBrincat, who's a good player, but he's a good player in a system, and Ottawa doesn't have that system. So he, it's not the Alex DeBrincat they thought they were getting. And then you've got um, Claude Giroux, who they thought was, like, the savior, and it's like, no, he's old, and he just wants to play at home. Like, you you haven't... He, he may be the first and last player to ever say... They wanted to go home to Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, and nobody, it, nobody wants to live in Ottawa. Come on. Yeah, and it, I, it's just his. I know his, his wife's from there, and um, but not he's. It's what do you expect out of Claude Giroux? Well, they now, got the, the one thing I'll say is is Brady Kachuk is really turning into something cool, and um, but there's not much going for them aside from that. I don't care. I mean, they're uh, yeah. Ottawa. Well, when I read, uh, sometimes if I'm looking at Edmonton Oilers Twitter, they make it sound like the sky's falling there, but they're they're in the playoffs. They're okay. Is that is yeah. it that bad? It, it, Edmonton's kind of like in the Toronto boat. Like you've they're got not all in this the talent. Toronto boat. They they have a terrible defense. They don't have good goaltending. Like they're not a complete team. They've well, got so, basically three good players, and and just a bunch of but that's what, like it. it y- the fan like Edmonton needs to show something like that's kind of where I'm at. Like it's... I, I can't remember what I tweeted to somebody, but they were talking about uh, about um, Campbell, about uh, something about him being an elite goalie, and I'm like, oh, you can't will him to be elite. Like he, this is what he was last year too. He was very bad or very good, and he was very bad for a long time. Yeah, right. It's, um, it's just I, I am convinced that. Had Edmonton not offered him that contract, no one else would have. No one was giving him five years. Yeah, that was they just nuts. And, they and I said they it, were doing it right away. I said it like I'm sure, like you know, like pull the tapes or whatever of us talking last year. And I, I was saying last year, this guy is not worth. Because some people were saying six million, five and a half million. I'm like, this guy's not worth that. You know, I, I don't know. I, I just, whatever. It was on the record, so I win. He's a nice guy. Like I'm not wishing him that he does. I hope he turns it around and has a good 
because you know that's going to be hard on them right like five years of the fans treating them like trash or whatever yeah right? well it's, it's halfway through the season and they want to wave him like i well he's not even start. he didn't even get the start in arizona no he's he's sat the last four games they're going with that Stuart uh skinner guy jeez uh um a soccer writer died in Qatar. But this is funny. With, with malice, or did he he, col- like... he collapsed at a game and, oh, uh, oh. and died. That I guess that happens. Yeah, um, it's not like he was executed. He died days after detainment for LGBTQ plus shirt. Oh, okay. So but yeah, he was murdered. All right. Um, On that note, yeah. all right. Well, well, have a good go, day, go, everybody. Go, like, go, go Qatar. Yeah, really. Five hundred people died building the stadiums, and now you're killing reporters. Yeah, is that a real number? Four hundred to five hundred. Jeez. And now a reporter wears a um, an inclusive shirt and mysteriously dies. Good thing FIFA got all that oil money. I know, really. Anyway, anything else to talk about? Are we? uh, Have you run the course on this? uh, Should we put this one to bed? Let's nope. Run. Join us next week when we put together our CFL preview for next season. Oh, that's is it, early. Is, is this the off that's season? Early. Do we know for sure? I think so. I think isn't there? Didn't they have a Grey Cup makeup game yesterday? I don't think it's a makeup game. I think because they can't afford to host a, a game every year, they just do two in one and then tape it. Play them back to back. They tape one. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened to the played next year's Grey Cup? What happened to uh, the Rocks League? Yeah, I think it starts in February. I'll watch that. I'll watch it too. So it's it's funny. I, I actually I went on the XFL website because some of the some of the teams have moved around and the names have changed. Mm-hmm. And I went to the shop and I was like, I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy that wears an XFL hat before anybody else wears an XFL hat. <laughs> but 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 is he is he's taking away this put on whatever name you want on the back thing? Is it gonna be real people? Oh that that went away like Decades ago. Well, decades ago when they played the one season? <laughs> no, and then they played another season and then it collapsed. Like oh, Vince McMahon brought it back and then The Rock bought it out of receivership. Oh, I see. Um, like the, the new it... reiter- reiteration is I think the seven, seven or eight teams and they're in major markets now. Like the original um, XFL was like in Branson and Okotoks. But now they're in like New York, L.A., Seattle. Uh, are they doing? Are they are they teaming up with the NFL to be some sort of feeder league? Not not yet. I'm sure that's been discussed. I think it'll. Pro- I wouldn't be surprised if it resurfaces with the CFL. I mean, the which CFL, I think would be the best thing the CFL could ever the do. The only the only problem is that if the CFL does that, which I guess maybe it's not a problem, but don't they have to revert to American rules? Probably, which is maybe better. Well, and maybe guys will get paid. Yeah, by the NFL teams that own the CFL teams, but the, no, the, by by the Rock. But the oh, the it, the important question is: Will Alberta still be part of Canada when oh, that God. goes happens? Maybe it'll be its own sovereign nation. But anyway, sorry, anyway, I I went to the I went to the store, the online store, and immediately I went to Seattle just because, and whatever it's the Seattle Dragons. I'm not too big on it. All the hats and T-shirts look like something that we would make in an Etsy store. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, you know what it means. <laughs> like the hats, the hats are like the really like thin kind of like beanie hats with like the leather strap 
<laughs> it's and it and it just looks like somebody's ironed on a logo. The San they Antonio have that. Brahmas? What's a Brahma? That's the Brahma bull. That's the rocks thing. Oh, is it? Do, do they have those hats with the remember with the two flaps in the back? Oh, I'm sure they will. Right? I want so, one of those hats. So is it what what's the model in the in MLS? I, I know that the teams have owners, but doesn't there some the league owns do they own all the teams or they own all the contracts or something like that? There's something like that in the in, in MLS. That sounds familiar originally. I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh, is it I wonder, is it gonna be like that in the XFL? Like does the league own all the teams? Yes, yes, the league owns all the teams. That's interesting. What's cool is I, they've got a couple of the XFL's a couple of coaches, like name recognized coaches. Um, like old NFL guys. No, like Byron Leftwich. I like if you go to the XFL website, like it like lists all the coaches. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. This this the amount that you've talked about the XFL now is probably as much effort as I'm going to put into. Yeah, uh, caring I, about this league. If I walked around with this uh, XFL hat, it would 100 percent look like I made it at one of those kiosks at the mall. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's it's really bad. Yeah, like the Arlington Renegades, the DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks, the Orlando Guardians. See, the Guardians um, were in New York originally. Yeah, yeah, but what I think is the best about this is that is that I'm I'm talking about the XFL hat where it just says XFL in the front, like very plain. And they're showing pictures of the hat, and there's a zoom in of the plastic tabs at the back. Yeah, like, as if it's a feature. Like, yeah, no, it's. Um, lost my train of thought. The St. Louis Battle Hack or Battle Hawks logo is kind of good. Battle Hacks. Battle Hacks. The Seattle Sea Dragons is Jim Hazlitt's the coach. He's an old coach. So, like, I know we joke around, but when does the CFL actually play? It's over the winter, isn't it? No, it starts in um, June. So this is starting right after the the uh, the um, Super Bowl. Yes, the XFL, and they've done that over. Wade Phillips is coaching the 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 um, Texas team. So, the, and and he coached the Dallas Cowboys for years. Is this going to take play again? I don't really care, but is this going to take players away from the CFL? Most likely, it could. Yeah. It really could. Well, I mean, if you're American, right? Wouldn't wouldn't you rather play for an American team? I'm sure they get more money right off the bat. A hundred percent, they would. TV yeah. revenue will be better. Um, yeah, absolutely, you would. The guys leave the CFL to sign practice roster contracts with the NFL. Like they they don't see any game action; they're just there for practices. But the I think the I think a practice roster salary is something like eight hundred and ninety five thousand. Yeah, which well, it's is like better 10 than years the, and... I, I don't think they're gonna make a the XFL has a pretty nice compensation package for players who do nothing but attend camp. And for those who go to beyond, there is a fifty thousand dollar contract for players active for all ten games plus one thousand dollars with incentive, uh per win incentive. So you say fifty thousand dollars? I said fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that—that's like average CFL money. Yeah. So it's not blowing them out of the water. No, but it's still a better market. They they get, they, they get twenty thousand dollars for uh, uh, housing, so they make about seventy thousand. 
Yeah, twenty thousand okay. so for housing. They get three meals and a snack <laughs> during training. I'm not kidding. It's, three it's, meals it's and a, every, yeah, a three snack. Meals, three meals and a snack during training camp. Two meals and a snack per day during the regular season. Full health, dental, vision insurance included for players. Option to pay family members to be covered. I really hope the snack is something like a fruit it's roll a, up. It's a, it's a bear paw. <laughs> yeah, it's two two apples and a granola bar. No, no, it's like it's like whatever, like Snackable. the, the, the snack, the sad snacks we would have. Like it was like a, two saltine crackers and a and a craft single. No, the the lunch the lunch is one of those. What are they called? I don't even remember what it's called. Lunchables. Lunchables. Yeah, I was going to call them mealable, but it's not <laughs> mealable. It's a Michelinas microwave macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Hungry man's dinner. It's a, it's a sink, sink mac and the cheese. Sink macaroni. Yeah, no, it's it's the yeah. like, stomach bubbling. Because here's your here's your uh, here's your snack, and it's like just a baggie of carrots, goldfish, <laughs> but yeah. just it's just a ziploc. The rock yeah. through my hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the rock walks by and puts gives him a handful. Yeah, yeah. Here's your carrots. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, I think uh, I've had enough of talking to you guys. So I'm okay. Gonna... I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up. Go up. XFL. All right. Talk Good night. Bye. All right, see you. Bye. What's what's with that today? No music? No, well apparently I dipped my computer in oil. Why would you do that? Will, why are you on mute? Because there was background noise. Well, just I won't say anything. I'm I'll also I'm uh I'm afraid. I had, I, I had a dog that needed to go outside. And the door's loud. I see. Well, we have uh, the Unabomber in the middle. Nobody can see that. I should take a screenshot. I'm going to take a screenshot of this. I can post that somewhere. Um, how have you guys been? Two weeks? I haven't spoken to you guys in about 10 minutes. That sounds about right. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the, the total lack of nothing that the Jays did. Well, I, we first we have to talk about I, I heard that you have a, I heard that you have a new job. Oh, no. true or not. oh, here we go. Yeah, I I heard that you're that you're um, manually stimulating horses for insemination purposes. <laughs> um, no, just just me. No, no good. Sure. Well, yeah. I, it, it's... I think we have to start this episode over. <laughs> Remember why you fell in love with football? Touchdown dance. Miracle comeback. Great personalities like Snake, Hacksaw, and Billy White Shoes. Muddy uniforms. Tailgate parties in the snow. Football isn't supposed to be clean and neat. Football is supposed to be fun. On February 3rd, it will be again. The XFL, coming this February. It's real football. <laughs> 